0: Okie doke live from the office of Living Light Outdoors on a Wednesday night, Wednesday night live. Does that that, that make sense? Wednesday night live? That works. We are, um, you know, we just finished a series on taking your thoughts captive. Get out of your head was the series title. Get out of your head. So with that in mind, I've taken a little bit of liberty to kind of extend us a little bit. Um, I've got us a new little study I want to do. I think it's only about three weeks that we'll deal with this, uh, three, three go arounds. Um, so tonight we're going to deal with who controls your thoughts week one, who controls your thoughts. I mean, that's, that's a good analogy. Once, you know, once we've just finished this, get out of your head thing, we've talked about taking all our thoughts captive. We talked about what to do with them, how to do that. So now we want to talk about who's controlling your thoughts, who controls your thoughts. Well, let's take a look at that. God looks at your future while the enemy tries to keep you in your past. Man, that's a good statement right off the bat. That would actually probably preach. God looks at your future while the enemy tries to keep you in your past. God says you can in spite of what has been done. So no matter what your past looks like, God says you still can follow me. You still can enter into my kingdom no matter what's been done, the enemy, however, will say you can't because of what you've done. So there's argue, there's an argument that goes on inside our spirit, uh, the the good versus evil, if you will. But but look at just exactly what that says. God says you can, in spite of what has been done. The enemy says you can't because of what you've done. So the enemy's always going to try to make you look at the negative. He's always going to try to make you feel guilty. ...about your past and that you can never overcome your past. And that's a lie. Absolute lie. God will never define you by your past issues. Did, did, did you hear that? God will never define you by your past issues. But the enemy will try to confine you... ...very much so by them. God will never define you by your past... ...but the enemy will try to confine you by your past. Whether it is the good... Bad or the ugly that dominates your life up until now, it is Satan's goal to keep you chained up there. He wants to keep you chained to your past. He wants to keep you chained to your struggle. He wants to keep you chained to the to the negative side. And and of, and and really, he's going to play in your mind all the time. He's going to keep telling you, man, look what you were, look who you were, look what you've done. You know, who's going to forgive you for that? Who's going to forget that? But God does not define you by your past. Always keep that in mind. Never, I love this statement, never let your yesterday keep you from your tomorrow. Learn from yesterday, but don't live in it. We can learn from our past. We can learn from our mistakes. I'm not free from mistakes. You ask my wife, Rhonda, and she'll tell you, <laughs> I am a mistake maker. Um, I, I mean, we all are. We all can fumble. We all can fall. We all can can, can trip. We all can have our moments. You know, we, we have those defining moments, if you will. But God doesn't measure us by those. He measures us by what we do with it. We, we don't live in it. We get rid of it. We stand back up. We get back up, and we keep moving forward. We dust ourselves off. If necessary, we ask God to forgive us for our shortcoming there. I mean, Honestly, if you fall and, and, you, and it creates sin in you, you need to repent of that. You need to give that up. You need, to, you need to clear it, clear the air, if you will, and give that back to God. God will not never let your yesterday keep you from your tomorrow. Learn from yesterday, but don't live in it. Your victory comes through learning and then applying what you've learned. Becoming who God wants you to be starts with your thoughts. I love that. Your victory comes through learning and, uh, and then applying what you've learned. You know, again, we, we use that terminology a lot. Get in the Word. Read the Word. But don't just read it. Do what it says. Apply it. When you've learned something, apply it to your life. When, when, when God's shown you something, apply it to your life. When he's released you from something, apply it to your life. Becoming who God wants you to be starts with your actions, your thoughts, clearing your head and getting them wrapped around his always remember that satan's number 1 strategy is to plant unhealthy thoughts in your mind he can't touch you physically satan satan can't t- when you when you have the blood of jesus over you when you belong to christ when you are a follower of jesus christ when you've surrendered your life to him when you've accepted him as your savior when when his blood covers you The enemy has no physical contact with you. He can't touch you. There may be all kinds of things that God allows you to to endure, overcome, fight through, whatever it may be, but Satan can't touch you physically. He can't cross that bloodline. I can back that up by scripture. Remember, his number one strategy is to mess with your head, he's going to mess with your mind. He's constantly going to put your past in front of you. He's constantly going to say, hey, you remember this? How are you going to deal with this? It's coming after you. You may have consequences from your past. You may have done things that, that will require a consequence being paid. Some of that very well may be in therapy. could be with a counselor. could be lots of things. Could could even be, I guess, lawful, if you want to look at it in that fashion. But it doesn't mean God holds it against you. He'll forgive you when you lay it on the altar. No matter what it is. But Satan's always going to put it in your mind. Repeating them over and over until you start to think. Maybe they're your own thoughts. Maybe, maybe these really are real. Maybe this really is who I am. Maybe this really is. I, I'm just a failure. I, I've never accomplished anything. I, I've never been able to overcome anything. I, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't do that. Keep in mind that we're to capture those thoughts. All five weeks of what we did before is capturing those thoughts. Tells you how to do it, remember? We know how to capture thoughts. We know how to move those thoughts out of our mind and and make them subject to Christ. It's exactly what we need to do here. I, I love this. When Satan told Eve that she would be like God if she ate of the fruit, whose thought was that? I mean, think about that for a minute. The thought came from Satan himself. In fact, he had actually had the same thought before, as we read in, in Isaiah 14, 14. It says, I'll make myself like the most high. It's what got Satan thrown out of heaven. He, he ate the apple in heaven. He, he literally said, I want to be like God. I want to put myself above God. I want to be as high as he is. And it's literally what got him kicked out of heaven. And Isaiah 14, 14 says, I will make myself like the most high. Satan planted that thought in Eve's mind. If she'll just eat the apple, just take of the fruit. It'll make you like God is what it it was stated. It was Satan's thought, but he planted it in Eve's mind. So be mindful of the devil. Don't let him have free reign in your mind. Again, let's go back to five weeks of study we just did on capturing our thoughts don't let him have that playground don't let him roam around in there freely catch it quickly learn to recognize he's got his finger in my mind there's a story um the the book titles is this present darkness this present darkness and piercing the darkness it's a sequel um I, i cannot remember which one's first i don't remember which book this is in but it gives a beautiful depiction. They're, those books are really cool, by the way. You should read them. Uh, this Present Darkness and Piercing the Darkness. It gives a really cool depiction of spiritual warfare. In a way, maybe I'd never even really thought about it before. But in this, in this picture that it gives, the angelic are obviously fighting the demonic. It's a good versus evil kind of book. The demonic is here on Earth. They're, they're the, de- the demons, the demonic activity going on. The angelic's are usually up above. And in this particular depiction, they're talking about a young lady who was away at college and she's in her dorm room. It's wee hours of the morning. It's just just after daylight in the morning. And the angelics are up in the ceiling tiles and they're and they're viewing down into this room where this young lady's at. And there's two demons in her room. One of them is at the table. He's he's got his chair leaned back against the wall, his feet on the table. The other one, and I love this. This is the, this is what I'm talking about the depictions of how he plants things in our mind the other one depicts this demon laying across her headboard with his finger in her mind twirling her thoughts you know, think about a young girl sitting there with her you know twirling her hair in her finger that's the image i get of that it's that this this demon was, was laying across the headboard of her bed had his finger stuck in her mind and was twirling her thoughts that that's what he does he he plants things in our mind he twirls our thoughts he messes with our head. We've got to learn to capture those quickly. We've got to learn to recognize when his finger's in our mind and fix it, and fix it quick. So be mindful of the devil. Don't let him have free reign in your mind. Be sober-minded. I love this. First Peter, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. First Peter 5, 8. Be sober-minded. Be alert. Your adversary, the devil, is, is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for anyone he can devour. He's not a lion. He doesn't have that kind of power. He's an imitator. He's a fake. He's a fraud. And he's and he's prowling around representing a lion, looking like a lion. But I preached a message not long ago about this. Remember that the lion inside of you is bigger than the lion chasing you. Don't run. Turn and face him. Turn and face him. Matter of fact, chase him. You can. The power is in you when you're a follower of Christ. Romans chapter 12, verse two says this, do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing and perfect will of God. Don't be conformed to this world. Don't, don't be conformed to the ways of this world. Look at our world today. What a jacked up mess we live in. You've got people, I don't even wanna go there. <laughs> you've got people trying to believe or think they're somebody they're not and and, and it's just chaos but, but it says don't be conformed to this world but be transformed be be twisted be changed in your mind be transformed in your mind and be transformed by the renewing of your mind in god's word so that you may discern so that you may listen so that you may hear him speaking to you so that you may discern what is good pleasing and and perfect will of God. It's possible, but we've got to be His. We've got to be sold out to Him. I love how this says this in the Amplified. This is Romans 12, 2 in the Amplified version. It really blows this out. And don't be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs. Sounds about right today, right? But be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually. So in other words, you're to change on a progressive level. It's a continuation. It's a, constant, such, it's a constant change as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. God has a plan and a purpose for you. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to bring you a hope and a future. That is God's plan for us. But we have to we have to sell out to him. We have got to surrender to him. We've got to be all in in this game. We can't throw a few chips in here and a few chips in there. We have to be all in or we're not going to be in this game at all. We're going to get run over in the midst of it. To Keep that in mind. This is such a, a unique thing. It's really short. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> but think about all of these things with all we've done in the past five weeks. If necessary, log on to the podcast and go back and listen to these again. They're, they're all on the podcast. You can find us on any podcast carrier, Living Loud Outdoors. Well, I think we're on eight different platforms, eight or nine. You can find us. Spotify, one of the big ones. Apple iPod or iCast. Um. Google iPods, Cast, whatever they do, Um, Anchor, uh, Radio, Public, Breaker. I mean, whatever, whatever podcast platform you use, you can find us. Living Loud Outdoors. And everything that we ever record is on there. Plus some. You actually get to hear things that don't happen on here live. Sometimes I do some poetry reading. Sometimes I just have some random thoughts I want to share. So you'll find things that don't necessarily make it onto these live broadcasts. But I encourage you to get into this word. Get in. The, don't let Satan have control of your mind. You control your thoughts. You take control of that domain. It's your head. Don't let him in it. Don't let him stay in it even if he tries. Get the word of God pouring out in you. Don't be conformed to this world. Don't allow it to, to dictate who you are. You, you dictate to this world who you are in him, in Christ. Amen. God bless you guys. We love you. We thank you for your support. We are in a real chaotic time. This is a, um, <laughs> what a challenging year. What a challenging two years. Um, I, I, we do thank you for your financial support. We, we, we are continually praying that God will put it on the heart to, of even more to support us financially. Um, we're desperately trying to reach a format of increase um, in, in everything that we do. We've not made the goals that we've set this year. Um, we are supporting missionaries, and we want to continue to do that. We want to continue to give. Uh, if if and, and God has <laughs> God has overwhelmed us with a couple of things that have just been amazing, um, just incredible gifts this year that that have come out of the blue uh, and has been extremely cool. We do believe that in the same measure that you give, God will give back to you. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over, he, He's gonna He's gonna create blessing in those who bless Him. And everything that we do, we're we're doing our best to be good stewards of that, to put that into the ministries that we do with veterans, with missionaries, with whatever it is that we're involved in. We don't take a salary at this time. I would love to get there because I would love to be doing this every day full time. Maybe you can be a part of that. So I encourage you to pray about supporting us. Um, You know, I've got thousands of friends, thousands of friends. If everyone just gave a little everybody would be set. We would love it. And our missionaries would be fully supported. So think about that. Pray about that. Put it before the Lord. I know that first and foremost, you need to support your your home, your home barn, <laughs> your home barn, wherever you're being fed from. Your, if it's your home church, if you have a home church, then then you need to participate in tithing to your home church because God will bless that. But but you can also give to us as we feed you as well. So however that works out, but, but you, you and God work that all out. That's between you and him. Tithing is between you and him. And where your tithe goes, you have to be at peace with that. So if that's something you can do, support us financially. We would certainly love it. We appreciate you. Thank you for praying for us. Um, we're in a war. We're in a battle. Uh, your prayers enlighten us. Your prayers encourage us. Your prayers strengthen us. And and we certainly do need them, especially the more we encroach into the enemy's territory, the attacks come harder and harder. So be partners with us. Thank you again. Get into this world. Shine a light into this darkness. Do not let your light go out. Constantly keep that thing recharged, and you recharge it by staying in His Word. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll be back with you um, Sunday for sure. Good possibility. The way this week's been going, I may be back in here again. I've, I've done. Um, all, I've, I've been on here every day since Sunday. I did a message Sunday, I did one Monday, I did one yesterday, I brought this to you today, who knows what's coming tomorrow, Um, only God does, so we're staying tuned into him and letting him pour through us, so we encourage you to do the same, get plugged into God, if you don't have a relationship with him, fix that, it's not difficult, surrender to him, that's pretty, pretty common ground, pretty simple ground right there, your surrender to Christ, recognizing that you're a sinner, asking him to come into your life, to set you free from the bondage of sin. As you do so, begin to dig into his word. Follow us on here. Listen to everything that we say because it comes from him, not out of me. Challenge me. Go to the word and check what I speak. Make sure that I'm telling you the truth, but I think you'll find I am. May God bless you, may he encourage you, and may he strengthen you and protect you during these crazy times. Pray for our soldiers Pray for our veterans who are struggling with all the things that are going on in in our current affairs right now. Pray for our leadership, uh, that God does something miraculous (laughs) because that's what it's going to take right now. Let God move through you into those around you. Amen. God bless you guys. Have an incredible evening. Uh, If you're off to church, you still got time to get there. We're uh, out of here. We'll talk to you again real soon.